0: We and, and then
1: we cross we hold the
2: Hi guys uh i'm russia sinha i am and this is the matrix hunters episode four uh i'm with my co-host peter O'Donoghue, and this is we're gonna do our fourth episode with our fourth guest uh who is from the philippines the manila i believe right and her name is bea nicole galit uh would you like to introduce yourself to the podcast Bea.
3: Yeah. Okay. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Bea and I'm from Manila, but I'm actually moving to NC soon. Yeah, I'm incoming freshman under the neuroscience major. So,
1: yeah. Interesting. So, you said you're going to be studying neuroscience at UNC. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, I study neuroscience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So, what makes you feel called to that? field
3: of study? Uh, I actually wasn't sure that I wanted to major in neuroscience like a few years ago because I think it was just like a junior or senior year that I decided that I really want to go into it because um, it's actually mostly because of my brother. He passed away due to a like neurological condition and that really like kind of motivated me to like become a neuroscientist and help other families to not experience the same pain, same pain that I did. Yeah,
2: that's yeah. I mean, you've told me the story, but that's like that's really <laughs> that's really good of you. Um, but yeah, I'll basically like tell the audience how I know this person from the Philippines. So basically, like this happened. Um, this was a week or maybe the day before the Super Bowl, so sometime around in February, and I was not really branching out too much at this time, just kind of staying more in my house. Uh, ran into this site called Omegle, which a lot of you guys probably know. And uh, met this amazing person named Bea. And just from there, from our first conversation we had on that until today, I think we've been talking wet every, every single day. Yeah,
3: like, every single day.
2: <laughs> and Just talk about like our life problems. Like we were both each other's therapists we literally have disclosed almost everything about each other to each other, and it's just—I don't know. I—I I don't know how much you've, um, gotten help from it, but I—you have definitely helped me a lot out from it, like with, in, in terms of a lot of the different things. And we can get to all of that sooner or later, but then I don't know. That's just—and that's just how I know you yeah <laughs>
3: yeah yeah no like I feel like you've helped me definitely as much as I did help you because it felt like refreshing to have a person that you could openly talk to about stuff that I've never even told anyone before like without judgment so
2: right yeah no, no it's no it's really good uh but yeah we've invited you to this podcast because as every, every other guest in our podcast, we believe you're somewhat stuck in the matrix. Yeah, I believe I am too.
0: <laughs>
2: but we're not here to you know criticize or anything. I'm I'm another reason, and I was gonna say this later on in the podcast too. Um, I I I'm also doing this podcast not just to tell everyone like, oh, you're stuck in the matrix, like <laughs> you need a different perspective. Like, no, that's not my goal here. Like. I'm coming into this podcast with a growth mindset that like I am trying to learn things from our guest's perspective from your perspective and then understand the world better like I obviously do not know the world 100% like I know nothing like I I know basically nothing so I'm trying to learn as much as possible to gain as much wisdom as well as giving my wisdom of whatever I've learned from other people as well and then just you know, really just having a conversation, like that's, that's really the end goal of why I'm doing this. And that's just from my perspective, Peter, what, what would you, why, why do you do this? <laughs>
1: yeah. So <it's>, um, <clears throat> I think this podcast gives us a good kind of excuse sort of, but motivation for other people to get deeper in the conversations, you know, because people are afraid like, Oh, that's too deep. For this,
2: yo, you can't get too deep,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know. But um, also because this has not happened yet, but maybe a guest could find a matrix that we're trapped in, and then like pull the reverse card on us, yeah. Matrixize us, which would be pretty insane, yeah. So maybe yeah. Baya will be Baya could be our first guest. First uh, guest. Out of I'm literally
2: yeah. stuck in it. How could we're I do that? <laughs> maybe we're all. Both of us are fucked up. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyways, um, some of the topics that I, well, I just want to talk. About, start with one topic, and then we could just talk about whatever from there. Okay. Like, um. I know with James we talked about like kind of the depression addiction things like that but I know you've fallen under some sort of like addictive like behaviors right yeah um and only if you feel comfortable you can talk about it you're not pressured to do anything on this podcast but basically like uh how do you feel your addiction towards anything you may be addicted to um has changed your behavior change your perspective perspective and are you trying to like change from that mindset and just get better like what what are you how do you view addiction and how are you trying to change from it yeah
3: (laughs) yeah well it's pretty deep um so I feel like I do have addiction but it's not like but it's mostly stemming from my OCD like um when I was first diagnosed with it it definitely like changed my whole perspective because I knew I wasn't acting the same person that I was like I knew that there were definitely some behavioral changes, like, um, like, I can even go, like, if I don't close the door five times or something, like, my family would die, it's it's literally, like, a stupid gesture to do, but it's, I don't know if it, like, sometimes it's just, like, uncontrollable, so makes me, like, think that am I still being my own person, or am I just, like, a prisoner of my mental illness, like, kind of thing, but, um, like after a year almost of experiencing symptoms, like I felt like this is leading to nowhere because I wasn't living anymore. Like I was more of just surviving, like trying to get through the day and like trying not to show my symptoms to everyone or else they think I'm weird. And then I just like one day decided to like contact a therapist and then surprisingly, they believe me. Like <laughs> I always thought, Like, I think with OCD, there's some kind of, like, stigma with it because I personally was also, like, a victim of a stigma with it because when people usually hear, like, OCD, they would think, oh, she's such a clean freak or whatever. I mean, yeah, some people may be clean freak, but it's not, like, totally it. Like, it's mostly of, like, compulsive behaviors that make you do certain routines that you just can't stop yourself from doing, so when I first heard of that I was like really shocked and I was like oh am I even going to escape from this but yeah um although my therapist told me that maybe I can but I can learn how to deal like live with it it's like it's kind of scary but also kind of gave me a new path I guess something to be motivated on like yeah I guess (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah you're talking about you have some compulsive behaviors you have some more examples of what those oh
2: yeah
3: so other than like closing the door five times I think that's one of the mild ones I think with OCD of course it's different for every person but for me whenever I get like anxious over something or there's for example there's some like kind of big event that's happening my symptoms would get worse like I would get I would do so many compulsive routines the day before. And um, sometimes it would just be like uh, switching the lights on and off for like 10 times until it just feels right. Like uh, sometimes I don't even count. I just like know when it feels right. But if I don't do it, like there would be sometimes that I would be too lazy, I guess, to do the OCD like gestures, and then it would backfire on me, and then I, it's just like an endless cycle. And then I think there's uh, even like the worst point of my OCD was when um, like I was <laughs> I was watching over my parents' room, like every I, I think it happened every single day uh, for about two months or so last year. Um, I will it's the middle of the night and sometimes even 3am I would just go outside of their room like like even going in sometimes just to check if they're breathing like if their chest is heaving up and down like it's not enough for me to just see that they're
2: there like I need to see that they're breathing so yeah Yeah. no I mean (laughs) like you don't have to go further into it but I mean you kind of told me over text like why you do check on those so do you believe like do you think that your like compulsive behavior and all that stuff kind of started happening after like some pretty like tragic events happened in your life like your brother passing away and things like that yeah
3: yeah I think uh it was mostly during I mean after my brother passed away like I feel like there could have been some other reason but I think it mostly stemmed from that because I would get so anxious when I don't do certain things that uh, if, if I don't do them, it's either my family's going to die or like uh, I'm not going to succeed in this like opportunity that was given to me or something. Uh, but yeah, because I think it was also mostly of the guilt because I wasn't able to help my brother back then and I don't want to happen, like let it happen again. So I was being like, overly possessive I guess of like checking people if they're still alive or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty uh
3: <laughs> yeah it's
2: it's hard. kind of weird, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, the heaviest. Yeah, this is definitely the heaviest, but no, this is good. This is good stuff. Um yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um actually sorry um okay like I know you have these behaviors but like let's let's look at it on the positive side like how are you trying to cope with these sort of things like are you trying to is it do you just I know you've told me how like you feel constantly like consumed by a lot of stuff like you feel consumed by like, the whole world is just kind of against you or like you can't whatever you try to do it's like not going right things like that but like have you tried a, a different approach towards things or have you tried to counteract your compulsive behaviors like what have you tried to do to come cope with your like cope with your mental health issues in a way yeah mm.
3: um, I do a lot of stuff I guess but I think the most sustainable one was seeing a therapist because um for when I deal with like anxiety and stuff and I have no one to tell it to and it could be like over the littlest thing in the world like it would still get me so worked up and I guess I could just tell whatever to my therapist and then other than that uh I guess it's just (laughs) I also took some meds but I don't know if it's helping me or not uh it's more of like um mood blockers than antidepressants I guess because I can't feel anything like I can't feel happiness I can't feel sadness like I just can't feel anything but it's helped in like lessening my OCD stuff I guess but yeah Uh, and then some other things that I do would be like doing things that I like I guess or doing things that make me relax like maybe baking or just like going out yeah
2: no that's awesome keep doing that keep doing more of that like
3: <laughs> yeah i'll try
2: um, well the mood blockers sound i guess
1: it's like neither good nor bad because you can't really feel anything so you like apathetic. yeah
3: i feel like the most numb person yeah, right. on the entire planet yeah
1: because so. you
3: literally can't feel anything like if you want to cry you can't just you can't cry because you can't let it out, yeah.
1: So is that preferred to the like OCD tendencies?
3: Uh not really, I guess, because my OCD tendencies were still there, but it lessened when I took antidepressant. But one thing that I noticed the most was my mood.
2: Yeah. So it numbed you from so you felt better being numb from like depression more than just. Like you felt better being numb than being depressed, I guess, right?
3: Not really. Like, I think it's just the same thing because when you're depressed, like you get to feel stuff, sometimes even talked about it. But the most important thing is that you get to feel stuff. You get to like think about a lot of stuff and a lot about like a lot of perspectives about it. But when you're on mood blockers, um, it it kind of made me feel it's, it's not only, like, making me feel numb, but I guess I acted numb as well, like, um, whenever people uh, that I care about, like, would argue or something, that I sometimes, like, wouldn't care that much, like, I, like, it hurts me, but I know that I could do something about it, but I didn't do anything about it, like, I would just rather just, like, be in my room, like, sit, on the bed and like stare into nothingness because i can't feel anything like it, in a way it kind of made me be dismissive about other people yeah
2: interesting um wait tell me more about these like mood blockers i haven't actually <laughs> no uh, much about it yeah
3: i've heard like good reviews about There's
2: it and like... behind it
3: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah. I, I just didn't i didn't look it up that much uh it's fluoxetine uh, it's very a very common antidepressant they say that it's not really like giving those like hard um, side effects I guess but yeah I thought it had good reviews until I actually took them so um, yeah it just like it's really like what it like mood blockers really that's how this how would I call it because uh i when i when you think of antidepressants you think that it would be like uh oh i wouldn't be sad anymore i wouldn't be so angry about myself about the world anymore but actually it just made you it just halts all those feelings and suppresses it all in and if you want to get them out it's kind of hard too because
1: you can't yeah Yeah. you're like numb to reality basically yeah yeah experience that (laughs) (laughs) i guess you were saying it is similar to being depressed right because if you're depressed are you saying are you trying to say like if you're depressed sometimes you're numb to like everything yeah so being depressed is yeah it's like if you're if you're depressed for multiple like months straight then Mm -hmm. you'll just like get either like kind of dissociated from
2: reality or you'll just be oh kind of like lauren was talking about But her dissociation was, like, she couldn't remember. Yeah, she was going through, like... So was that kind of with yours as well or not, really? Like, you just felt...
1: I couldn't... No, I could remember, but I just, like, I'd be sitting in class and... Just detached. Completely detached from reality. Like, people would say yeah, my mind would lag behind. And, like, I wouldn't have anything, like, nothing would go through my mind ever. Like, Like, I would just be, like, drawing weird pictures in my notebook. And then people would, like, the class would be going on around me. But I felt
2: like I was in another dimension. Wow. <laughs> like, wouldn't say anything. So uh, you just kind of, like, um, like whatever the teacher's saying, like, you would just, it was just, all, that would all be in a different dimension. You're just completely somewhere yeah, like, else. Like, like, information
1: would lag behind. Like, I'd have, like, I felt like I had, like, a 10-second delay, kind of. <laughs> Before I formulate a response, I felt like I was in like a Nickelodeon show, like <laughs> when like Timmy Turner meets. And like, all the noise like blocked
2: out, kind of like Miss Puff is talking, is like giving a value lesson. <laughs> you know, I felt like when Timmy Turner
1: or like Jimmy Neutron ends up, like when they switch worlds, like there's an episode where Timmy oh, Turner ends up in Jimmy Neutron's yeah. world. Jimmy Neutron ends up in Peter yeah. Turner's it was world. such a good episode. And so, like, I changed, like, animation. Like, I thought the quality of oh was getting worse.
2: So how did you hook in an animated form?
1: <laughs> okay, well, I, didn't actually, I didn't actually see things like <laughs> it. But you felt. You felt yeah, it. I felt like reality had gone down in resolution. Like, I just felt <laughs> like things weren't crisp anymore. Like, my emotions weren't real. Like, other people weren't ever experiencing real emotions. And I thought it was just, like, a dark reality I had entered but were
3: you feeling numb by the
2: time
1: yeah like numb to everything didn't care about anything
2: really Mm, yeah whoa interesting I've never felt that way they're dark times we've all had dark times but Selena Gomez says there's always a sweeter place out there yeah now
1: (laughs) since then and now I'm like I'm experiencing raw reality and it's been pretty fun
2: yeah, I mean, on this podcast, like it's important to talk about like depression, all that stuff. But it's also like, you know, like a good friend of mine, actually, a good friend of both of us, he's going to be a, one of our new guests, uh, Nick Dancelword. I hope you're, I hope you listen to this, Nick. But, anyways, uh, he, he says something like, um, like it's a common thing to say, like, it's okay to not be okay. Right. And, but he was like, no, it's not okay to be not okay. And that's facts. Like, if, I'm not mentally well, like, how am I, like, he, people are fine with like, oh, you're depressed, like, you're less chill, but like, no, it's not, like, do something about it, like, you're doing therapy, which is good, right, like, you're trying to help yourself get out of whatever um, way you've been feeling, and then that's how it should be, like, we should continue to keep pushing forward from all our hard times, and just, we we all want to live a good and happy life, like, that's, that's essentially why we're here. Like, we all want to have fun. Like, I want to Six Flags today, so I could have fun as fuck. Like, I don't care about being depressed. So, I yeah. don't know. It's just, and the thing <laughs>
1: is good to not, to, um, when you're out of depression, to say, like, yes, I'm out of depression. Not linger. Like, don't don't become attached to your description of yourself as a depressed person. Because, yeah. like, if you constantly identify yourself as, like, I'm fundamentally flawed. I can never become better. But then you just do start feeling better like really embrace it and be like yeah I'm like and then like spread the you know the good news of how you achieve that
2: no what you actually said um i i was watching a ted talk yesterday it was about the dark side of self-improvement and i've actually been like kind of indulging in a lot of like self-improvement stuff or like videos and stuff like that um but basically like she's talking about like literally what peter said like a lot of people question themselves like what is wrong with me right they ask themselves what is wrong with me and so they look for other people's advice either on the internet either with their friends their peers their coworkers, their parents They're like there's this thing is going wrong with my life how do I fix it or like how do I attain whatever I want but we keep on listening to other people's advice like our parents would be like Oh, just care about careers, now no girlfriend, boyfriend, like whatever, screw that. You talk to your peers, like, oh, only care about the girlfriend, boyfriend. So it's like your mind's perplexed. Like at least like take your own inner wisdom and have a balance, right? Like you should, you should listen to your own heart of what your inner voice of like what what you truly want, and also take an advice and combine both of them together. And then Do whatever you want to do i don't know like that really touched me what she said yeah
3: i think it's um i think it's not good to believe that it's okay to not be okay for a long period of time because uh it's what happened with me like um i believe that oh like people told me that okay the first step to everything is like acceptance like From acceptance you could do a lot of things like you could connect with yourself more and stuff like that but what happened with me was that I just accepted everything like I accepted every single tragedy every single like anxious stuff like I accepted everything like I thought I I was always like assuring myself that okay I'm accepting things because it's the first step to everything but no it kind of became like a little comfort zone that I needed to get out of because um i mean i was kind of using that reason to like not improve myself in a way so yeah it was like definitely hard to get out of it and i'm still trying to right now but yeah i don't think people should believe that it's okay to not be okay for a long period of time have you
2: ever played um like super mario bros
3: no but i've heard of it
2: but Okay, so basically, what you were talking about, like you were just accepting constantly, think, like just everything, right? But by, yeah, yeah. but what you said, the first thing that came to my mind was just like, like, let's say you're in like a Super Mario level, and you just you can, there's like hella coins everywhere, like you can hit like the boxes and everything, <laughs> and then you just keep on getting more coins. So you so what if what what you just described kind of feels like you've been just collecting hundreds, thousands, like. yeah and but you're never doing anything with this coin yeah yeah to to get like superpowers or mushrooms or like never like yeah like be an enemy or get into the end of the level because you're wasting all this yeah you're just getting coins and coins and coins like it kind of like you accepting all this shit it's kind of how like materialism kind of is it's just like you're just getting all this money and not doing anything with it so like no you make a really good point like i don't know i feel like you can connect everything with everything that's just yeah but yeah anyways um actually, I actually had a yeah. question
1: Bea. so you're talking about how you realized that acceptance wasn't necessarily enough to solve all the problems so what would you say is like the next stage or the next level of Mario like, <laughs> use your coins
0: you
3: <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> it depends on every person I guess like um uh, I guess if it's like accessible then do definitely like seek professional help but if it's not then just just dedicate like a day or every week or so for yourself like do whatever you want do like sky's the limit and then just be with yourself I think that could go a long way because I do that sometimes before until now and yeah it's it's a bad solution but could go a long way
1: are you talking about kind of moving on from the things that you were accepting by trying to try new things
3: uh, yeah. But I guess when you first started off, I think it could be like more of distracting yourself. But once you connect with yourself more, then you could do new things. Yeah.
1: Well, I guess in that case. So you first you have to accept it like this happened. And you can change, <laughs> yeah. Right. And then you wouldn't feel like you're distracting yourself necessarily because you're like, oh, I already accepted it. So now Oh
3: yeah. 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 <laughs> I guess distracting comes before acceptance.
1: Yeah. So and let's um relate this to you personally, I guess. Um since you're our guest. Um uh-huh. how, which um which stage would you say you're kind of transitioning towards? Um <laughs> or maybe you're in like both at once, I don't
3: know. Or yeah. like between distracting or like moving on.
2: Whatever stage you think like, stage. <laughs> <of,
3: like>, um, <laughs> um I guess I'm past acceptance but I'm not sure if I'm moving on yet because uh I still have OCD like I don't know like I feel like the pain from everything is still fresh to me but I think I have gotten better in a way with handling things like before I was just like a mess but now still a mess but better mess i guess yeah
2: i mean at least you're improving
3: right
2: yeah you're kind of like
1: the ascent the ascension Mm. phase like the yeah yeah the
2: rising action yeah kind of of. when are you gonna reach the climax phase (laughs) (laughs) probably fifty
1: or
3: something
1: Like a when are <laughs> you
3: going to reach that, Then When's <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Yeah. laughs> the falling action? <laughs> um, yeah, nice. Uh, hmm. oh, you said, um, you've been like trying to go to the gym more, stuff like that, so like is or like or not you're just been trying to work out more
3: yeah right? I'm not going to the gym yet.
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah but like what's everyone has like their own motivation behind why they initially want to go to the gym and then it's more then after later on becomes like just purely because like I want to keep on improving myself sort of thing right so it could be like oh man like all the like the young depressed dudes could be like yo I just want to get more girls and stuff like that. I don't know, things like that. So it's like what what has been your motivation of like, you know, just getting more physically fit. Um yeah, I guess.
3: Um I think it's a lot of factors, but I guess a part a little part of it, it's for me. Like I want and I want to do this for myself, but for the most part, I guess it's just like a peace society, whatever. Yeah. Mm.
2: so just are you kind of like the whole even though like you know people pleasing is bad and you should prioritize yourself do you still feel like society pressures you in a way to continue people pleasing
3: um a little but I guess it's out of my own control I guess like uh I'm aware that I people please sometimes that I should stop it but if I don't people please then who I who am I like I don't know myself like because ever since I was young like I've always like done a certain action for to meet a person's expectations kind of way but like if I stop like trying to give people what they want like I don't know what to do with myself I guess like I kind of like got comfortable in that setting which I shouldn't but like still figuring it out yeah but then
2: what happens with you if, when someone starts abusing that like someone starts manipulating you someone starts abusing you constantly people pleasing that or you constantly pleasing that individual and you're getting nothing in return or they're just like it's just like free like free pleasing <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah I think I I personally have experienced it once but A friend and I think I've told you this before a friend and my mom were like telling me how some of my friends were abusing me and I didn't even notice it but like the situations they were telling me I don't think it was like my friends abusing me but it was like uh, because I was aware like if I wasn't aware then maybe I was getting abused or something but I'm doing it out of like care for the people that I love but I don't know, like maybe they just have some beef with my friends. But um, one time that I was like abused, I guess, by a friend was that. uh, Well, this is very memorable. Like she kept on using me for how many years? I think that was throughout high school. Um, She would make me like. The third wheel between her and her boyfriend. I mean, there's no problem with being third wheel. Like I enjoy it sometimes, but she doesn't like. <laughs> she doesn't like. Uh, I guess acknowledge my existence sometimes. Like um, she would um, use me as an excuse. Like uh, she would tell me, "Okay, bear, let's go out uh, on the weekend," and I would say yes. So I think that it would be that the two of us like going out together, but then like the day itself she goes and messages me like oh uh he's coming as well uh and can you pick us up like I'm always the one picking them up and then I'm always also the one dropping them off and then like I'm just basically like their mother like I would be following them around the mall Yeah. yeah I think that happened for a while and then she would always do that to me like whenever she would ask to hang out, like. Um, she would say on the the day before or like on the day itself that she's bringing someone else, and then that we couldn't ultimately hang with each other that like that day. Yeah, it's it's What's and then
0: <laughs> that's
3: not the only thing, man. Like, um, she wasn't even asking if you could like pick us up; she was just telling me, like pick us up, and I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> and then <laughs> after that, um, she was like. Uh, wait oh yeah after that she kept telling on my secrets to everyone like I thought she was a person that I could trust because uh, I also like I think it was the first time I've talked about my very personal problems to someone and then the next thing I knew like my mom was confronting me about it because she went on and told all of her friends and her mom which and then her mom told my mom and then, yeah, it was and then she kept on denying it straight to my face. I think that happened for like two or three times. Whenever I'm confronting her, she would be like, what? I didn't do that. No one told, no one told them that. Like, how would that happen? I'm like, you're the only person I'm told to. And then she, and then she just kept on like denying, denying. Just ultimately, like, I just said, like, this is it. Like, I don't think i i could stay friends with someone like her like i wish her all the best but i'm choosing myself now like yeah yeah. but i'm i think i kind of like made a mistake by not telling that to her so i just kind of ghosted her for months i mean with
2: every sort of thing like we should like fully uncover the truth by also Talking with everyone. So maybe we should invite your friend or your see <laughs> this part oh God.
3: I'll break loose.
2: I'll be like bad. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Ex, bad explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah. So it sounds like your parents were concerned because you have a tendency to try to like. You know, please other people, which isn't bad. You know, that's it's called being a good person, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: I don't know. <laughs> like,
1: but so, what were the your parents' reasons for why your like current friends might be taking advantage of you?
3: Um. Uh, I guess I don't know. Like because I'm a bit wait. If I'm like around in public places with my friends I'm a bit more reserved I guess just like the introverted tendencies but when I'm with my friends I'm like very noisy but that's what my parents see like the way that I'm reserved around them and then my friends were all just like oh let's do this let's do that and I would just say yes to whatever even though like uh, I, I, I haven't had time to process what we're doing I just said yes so and then they I think they don't like that I mean like me just following of whatever my friends saying and then uh, sometimes like my parents also don't want me to like uh like always picking up my friends and I don't think I'm always picking up my friends sometimes they're the ones who pick me but I don't know like I guess they don't like driving like my parents but uh. so yeah I think that's I think there's more but I think those are the two main ones and I don't, I think I've talked to them about this. Like, I don't feel like I'm being abused because I'm aware of what happens and I don't see any part of abuse in it. Like, I would know if it's too much, but it's not. It's just like how you care for people that you want to stay in your life.
2: Yeah. No, I've had some very similar conversations with my parents too. Like, I used to hang out with one friend a lot, like last summer, and he would. Like constantly be at my house, like ready to pick me up. And I, I'd always say, like, yeah, I'm down to hang out with them. Like a lot of times. Like we hang out like almost every day. Um, and like we were really open with each other too. Like, we talk about we talk about life every single day. Like uh just go on big like long car rides. Uh I'd tell him my passions about everything. He'd say the same thing to me. Um, but why I'm saying this is that like my parents are saying the same thing too. They're like, Oh, like you keep saying yes to whatever he's been saying. Like you, you keep on doing whatever he's telling you to do. And I was like, Nah! Like they don't know the full story. Like I, I hang out with him. Like you don't hang out with them, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, but, yeah. But I think like I'm not. I've not been friends with them for a long time. Like for for a while. And um, and what my parents said, like they're. Like, looking back at it, like, there might be some truth in it. Like, I kind of am realizing, like, oh, maybe I was stuck in a trance in a way and that I was not looking at, really looking at all the perspectives and maybe they were seeing a perspective that I was not able to see. And maybe that could also be with your parents. That's a possibility. Yeah, yeah. That's something that helps me out. And then it's gotten me more open on just how I view lot of people or like even people that are like as close as me like Peter is like you know but it's just but me and Peter have such an understanding that like I can say whatever to him and he understands so like but I don't know that's just I was able to really connect with what you just said so yeah
3: yeah yeah Then yeah I feel like your parents sometimes act the same way as mine so I understand that but like I feel like they also gave me a new perspective when they told me that Uh, the friend that I talked about earlier was abusing me and like oh yeah she was I was like reflecting about it because she did a lot more stuff to me and then yeah I just completely like ghosted her I feel like I feel like that's my fault but I just don't have the energy to like confront her and stuff but yeah but with my other friends I don't I don't I can't see the perspective that they're seeing I don't know maybe maybe I just like I don't I just don't think that i of being abused by my other friends but I would always like take their words into heart I guess like maybe they're saying that for a reason or something yeah
1: yeah I think um when you're a little bit more of the passive type in a friend group and you don't have let's say like the confidence to be confrontational or assertive I think it's pretty easy to get at least somewhat taken advantage of or at least like somewhat neglected like people who are very assertive or confident might not be realizing that they're not really hearing your voice and they'll just kind of like be like oh let's just do this and not really yeah like not like they'll maybe ask you like oh yeah, are you on board or ba hey, yeah, sorry, um and then you might be like since you don't have time to think you'll just say sure yeah and then are you like yeah. worried so you're like okay yeah let's do it But I think a lot of it might stem from, I guess the root of the problem might be, you were saying earlier that you might not really know yourself.
3: Yeah.
0: Like
1: like you said, living your life, meeting other people's expectations. So I think you'd have to like invert your entire perspective of reality <laughs> <But> like
0: <laughs> yeah I think I need, I need to
1: like um not because what you're doing is bad but because it's, it's not
3: healthy yeah
1: or it's like yeah because it's not um it's not gonna be the most fulfilling because I was very much stuck in that doing everything because my parents said doing everything like American culture said was like the ideal man doing everything my friends, like my friends, might think is cool or might make me like rise in the social hierarchy or whatever. All the BSs people go through at college, it's like it's like Mordor from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but um, it, once you invert it to what are my expectations of myself, or like what am I trying to get out of this life? Because once, if you're doing everything as you feel pressured to please people. Then pleasing people is gonna lose its satisfaction because you didn't really feel like you had free will. Almost like if my parents bombarded me with like, "This is what you need to do to be successful," and I do all that stuff, I'll be like, "It's almost like what now, parents?" Like, like are you pleased yet? And then it's kind of like, no, they really <laughs> wanted me to be happy, right? That's what the parents want. They then they get confused in the weeds of reality. The whole thing
2: like stability too, like oh, like you know, we just want you to be, have a stable lifestyle, then do whatever you want, but I'm like, yeah, living a stable lifestyle your entire, what, 50 years now, like, <laughs> what you really want to do now, no, like, you have more mental, mental health problems than I do, like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm not here, like, shitting on parents or whatever, but I'm just saying, like, I think, or I think it's more important f- for us, for them to understand our perspectives, and
0: mm-hmm. for yeah, us yeah. To
2: also, Understand their perspectives towards things as well, because the one thing they'll always pull towards you will be like, you know, well, I'm like 30 years older than you, so like the mature card. Well, I know how life works. Yeah, the experience
3: <laughs> card. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have a PhD in reality. Yeah. Like, reality updates every
2: day. Like,
1: <laughs> again, <laughs> master.
2: No, and then like I don't know. This is most mostly like with my teachers. Like the adults would start like. When they're getting older those they want to become like cooler again like with like the like the you know like the college students or the high schoolers like oh yo what's the new trend going on bro like, the new so it's like <laughs> professors do that <laughs> um i don't know my like definitely my high school teachers did um I remember when my teacher was like, "Yo, isn't like no cap the shit you guys say now?" (laughs) 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 I I never had (laughs) this. I remember. No, I remember specifically. I think it was um my my physics teacher um he said like, man, he was weird. Like he he used to spin out, spin a. You, I mean, you've taken physics, right, Bea? Yeah. So, like, yeah. you know, like, projectile motion or, like, circular motion. So he'd love his weasels. So he'd be spinning that shit around and he'd be like, oh, weasel. And then, like, he'd exp- oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And he'd he'd expect like all the kids to be like yo like that's this fucking dope bro like look at my physics teacher but we were all so weirded out like <laughs> what the fuck bro? What? what's a weasel Are you doing, like the animal yeah the no, animal he'd, he'd have he a fucking stuffed 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 animal weasel and he'd be oh. spinning that shit around he he almost once like whacked a kid with it. <laughs> but not anyway that's kind of funny, but he was like he was like he, he was like passing out a test and then he was like. Um, He's like, yo, like... I took this test by myself again. And even though I made it, like I scored an 88% on it. So this test is hard. No cap. This, guy, this is the shit you guys said. Not right? And we're just all staring at each other's eyes. Like, you know, like what is going on right
3: now? <laughs> he wanted to connect with you guys so bad.
2: So wait, what was the moral of that whole time? I guess the moral. is <laughs> to you <should laughs> so, be your own self. <laughs> like, even, like adults are telling us that like, oh, we, we know how reality works. But then, they get trapped in the whole, like, social... Oh, yeah. The social thing that, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. So you're right. saying these adults aren't even
1: emotionally mature, yet they think they that have, they like... They think
2: they are due to their age.
1: Just, like, false yeah. perception of their own yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. maturity. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway, um, they... Uh, so... With, like, the whole people-pleasing thing, the main point I'm just trying to get across is that once you start thinking about your own desires, like, and maybe your desires is like, I do want to please people, but like, you know, maybe thinking about like, who are you? And, um, I think your goal with neuroscience is very, like, it's heroic. So that those are like good. That's like something substantial that you're reaching for. And, um, it's a good cause, but um, in terms of being, like, with your friends or people in your family, t- kind of knowing when to meet their expectations, but then also you might be like, hey, are you guys meeting my expectations, yeah. and then you, oh you, my
3: god, you, you, dumb.
1: and yeah. then it's like, you know, and then they're going to be like, no, no it's like, <laughs> they're being met." like, that's the thing, it's like, People always try to make you feel bad that, like, oh, you're not doing enough for me, but it's like, what have you done for me? Yeah. And then they, their mind just explodes. The whole <laughs> I think with. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: see the shards of glass everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> you see like. <that>, you You see <laughs> like, yeah. in the air. like. You see the end credits. Oh, yeah. It's not to watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: honestly down. I feel energized end, Let's do it. Yeah. After this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I
2: think with this. like
3: my. Oh, yeah.
1: I was gonna say, once we're done with this, we're gonna watch the actual. Matrix. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Wait, what
2: movie? So we gotta watch, the we gotta Matrix. learn them. Yeah, I've seen it. Multiple what movie times. was it? The Matrix.
3: Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I was like looking it up earlier. I was like, why is this like a movie? Oh, like I thought it was like a psychological concept or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, the movie because it's awesome, it's all about breaking out of false reality. Which is what we're doing oh, right now. Yeah, and, you know my co-host Ratchet has not seen this motion picture yet, so he can't really call himself a Matrix hunter. Because, <laughs> 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 um, back to yeah, babe. anything you wanted to say about finding yourself, knowing your true self, your true desires, and how that might might make you live a more fulfilling life.
3: Um. I, I don't think I'm like the most critical person to give advice because I don't think I'm following it or not consistently, I guess. But I guess uh, one thing that people could do is just really like the easiest thing to be is like be with yourself because when I mean like trust yourself because when you trust yourself, you start to like have like more faith, like that you could do this stuff even though you think that you can't like I I guess for you to achieve that just really explore everything like if there's something that sparks your interest then go for it and just like be more spontaneous I guess but yeah
1: yeah and I'd say honestly I barely know you because like this is the first time I've talked to you but like I'd say you're more authentic than like 99% 99 percent of
2: people on this planet <laughs> so, or, like, even at, or even like uh, i like william and mary like the, the type of the types of people i met is just like 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 they're only I, I sometimes like i remember some of the people i would hang out with and then the only social thing they're talking about is like yo like what do you hear about this dude bro or like just gossip or rumors yeah. Oh my god! Like, like can you not like can you not talk about any, like, can you talk about the universe maybe? Or, like, our yeah. example
1: it- <laughs> the like, universe? <laughs> interesting, like, yeah, something interesting. Cause, like, so Bea opened up about some very heavy stuff, but, like, these people, like, everyone goes through suffering, everyone has some sort of trauma or thing they're suppressing. And, like, with Bea, you were very open about, like, what causes your yeah. suffering, but, like, these people try to just hide from it constantly and so yeah you know it's easy easy to ridicule them like oh you're fake as hell like like you're matrix person shut up but at the end of the day the matrix people need like they want to be free like they want to be free from their trauma their suffering and they want to talk about like they need to that's the thing like they want to be free so they need to talk about it Mm. but it's like too scary i guess to talk about or it's like they feel like, oh, I can never talk about this because no one wants to hear that. Like, people want to talk yeah. about, like, like, it's not going to be cool. Bro. Yeah. Like, not- <laughs> yeah. you know. I guess it's their,
3: like, coping mechanism or something.
1: Yeah, because, like, easier to talk about, like, the new Lil Mosey album <laughs> or, like, whether it was mid or not. And then it's like, bro, was your childhood mid or were you, like, abused? Like, No, never no, talk
2: about me-, that. me and Bay were literally talking about this. Like, we were roasting each other about, like, Oh, like, you are even living under a... You're the one who wants to watch Frozen, man. No, but, but <laughs> you talk about it with, like, Matrix people. I was like, oh, like, you haven't watched Star Wars, bro? Like, what's, what's wrong with you, bro? Like yeah. I can't associate with you, like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, and, then, like, if it was, like, you know, if I was, like, Carl Jung... I'd be like, bro, you haven't even like watched your shadow self project itself onto the people you say you hate. And then they'd be like, bro, what what dude? Like they just like like how many up. socials do you have? Yeah. <laughs> like what? Do you have any snaps get, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs>
2: We're getting like oh, this is <laughs> I like how this like pocket, like this podcast went like it is sort of had a very, sort of very like deep and dark. And then now it's just like, is it? It's like, like a, a whole murder. roller coaster of yeah. like yeah. a. Yeah. <laughs> it's Batwing. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. I'm trying to come up with like a. Anything else? Oh. Um, hmm. Oh. I mean, this this is this kind of ties back with like, um, people pleasing, but more just like, uh, why why do you care so much about the way people perceive you? Yeah, and like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not like I'm not targeting you, but it's just like what 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 in your heart is like telling you that like I need to I need to like I need to do or like I need there needs to be some barrier. Like I need, or I don't know what I'm exactly trying to say here, but like, yeah, what's what's your answer to this? <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> um wait, let me think about it. I have two answers. <laughs> um I think it's like uh I think I think the first one would be like, uh if I'm able to please everyone then i would ultimately be pleased with myself then i would ultimately love myself like in order for me to do that like i feel like i need to make everyone happy or something and then the other would be like because like even though i'm like trying to meet every person's expectations they're not like directly telling me that they're expecting this out of me like with my parents they're very very supportive like even if like I come to them and say like oh I got to be in this subject they would be like that's okay that's okay and stuff and like just comfort me and I think that's like kind of like a factor in me people pleasing because I don't like seeing people disappointed in me like even though they're very supportive like I want to keep that like momentum going like I don't want them to like lower their standards for me like no, just keep it that way. Don't lure it for me. I'll change. Like, yeah.
2: So, do you would you say that you have an innate desire to like, kind of just fit in with people or just with everyone? Is, is that um, you just? Do you think <laughs> that if you do that, then you can attain happiness?
3: Yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah.
1: What you were saying. Yeah, um, I guess. So. With your parents, so you felt bad that you got like a B in a class. Yeah. All right. So it um, sounds like you're a pretty good student. Yeah. Wow. Uh, no, no, no. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> no. continue on that. Um. <laughs> when they what what was the response exactly when you said that they said like it was fine.
3: Yeah, they keep on telling me it's fine. Especially my dad. Like, I've never seen him like get angry or emotional about like me have like getting rejected by the school or like getting low grades uh this term or whatever but uh I think it's the same for my mom as well like like I don't know like I just like they tell me that it's okay um you did your best like I saw you like spend so many hours staying up late just to accomplish that thing like um maybe it wasn't for you and stuff like that like sometimes it feels like they're just doing that out of like parent duties like of course I'm their kid like they need to do this but like I don't want them to do that like like don't lower your standards for me like I know like I did some things wrong because this bad outcome happened so So
1: you're saying you would prefer if they were meaner to you or, or like <laughs> yeah. upset?
3: Not really, but I just why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, I guess I, I, I mean, I like them this way that I could have like a safe space that I could lean on. But like, I just don't like them. Like, um, uh, telling me it's okay when it's not. I guess.
1: because
3: I, I know they're disappointed, but they won't show me. <laughs>
1: I think you might be too hard on yourself because yeah. like <laughs> we're talking about a B is like that's not okay I mean I mean it's above average so it's technically better than okay <laughs> in terms of like the grading standard um and like if it's like just a like some yeah I mean <laughs> Maybe they are saying that it's okay because it actually is okay. Yeah, think about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, have
2: you thought of the flip side?
3: <laughs> uh, I I don't know because they would tell me sometimes that, like, oh, uh, a friend of uh the daughter of my friends like got accepted to this very great university, or uh she's gotten so many awards because she's so good at studying and stuff, and she tells me that like but it's okay that uh like you don't have to do that because they're like working they're like themselves like for hours and hours and I want you to have fun but like I feel like I can see it in their eyes that they're wishing to like have a kid like that
2: yeah Yeah. but then I think parents like do that with their kids like they're like they just compare you with like your peers and be like oh like this person does all yeah that. but at the same time like what do they know about them like they know nothing about and they they only know a facade of them like they only know like the mask to whatever your friend is like they only yeah. know all the good stuff but they don't know like what's actually like who, like who your friend actually is right and that's the whole thing about like comparing judging it's just that people fail to see the perspective of the entire thing. And then they just judge it based on like, oh, this person got into a really great university, which means they must be incredibly smart and they're gonna be very successful. Like, why does it have to be A, least to B, least to C? Like, you can go from anywhere to anywhere. I don't know. It's just, I, and, and with, with what Peter said as well, like, I, I definitely feel like you're being too hard on yourself too, Like, like, in my honest, like experience, especially in college, like you got one B, bro. I've like multiplied that by, like 10, 20. I don't need I've lost count. Like <laughs> the number of Bs I got in college. Like, bro, it's it's like actually it's, there's there's some classes in college that like I'm I'm satisfied that I gotta be. Like I worked my ass off and I gotta be. Like, so I think you might need to get humbled a little bit, but it's just like if I were you, <laughs> like, do not worry. Seriously. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'd say, um actually, I guess
3: it's like oh yeah, no.
1: Or you can
3: respond to that. Yeah. Oh, I guess it's, like, because uh, when I talk to some of my friends, I, I can see, like, they're going through something. Like, some of them, like, are even, like, depressed. But, like, even though they're in that state, like, they manage to, like, get straight A's or, like, get multiple awards. And I guess the thing that's, like, like screaming all over my head is, like, they can do it. Why can't you? You have the same circumstances, like, mostly, I guess
1: you know, like, there's this obsession with the A's, the GPA, the the university you go to but you can't lose perspective of what your main goal was or why you started neuroscience. And so you're trying to find this cure for like the disease your brother had. So like in reality, when it comes to innovation and actually like creative thinking, because you're going to have to get creative to find a cure to a disease that like no one's found a cure for yet. Right. So you're going to have to think outside the box and the whole like GPA thing is a very toxic box to get into. Where, like, <laughs> you're, you're, really, like, you're, you're saying your friends are depressed, but they're getting all these good grades. It's like, maybe like, you know, are the good grades worth the depression? <laughs> like, you know, it's, that really smart. Like what even is intelligence? Like if you're just going to be like, destroying your life trying to get into the most pristine university just so you can have your parents gloat about you to other parents it's like that's just not a fulfilling life so I think like the fact that you have a good goal of like actually trying to help people as opposed to just like stemming from oh I need to go to this university because I want to be recognized as like the top one percentile of all neuroscience or whatever it's like you don't actually need to go to that specific university to get closer to your goal of like finding a cure because it's like it's going to take just yeah thinking outside the box like collaborating with people like it's going to be more than just doing well in classes so
0: yeah
2: yeah
3: I think I need to like keep that in mind always
2: yeah I mean like you definitely have a greater goal like I'm my mom, um, like, I'm taking a gap year to go to med school, maybe even more than one, I don't even know yet, or, like, even do something, even go to, like, a different university, like, do, like, a post back degree before you can go to med school, and I can see, like, and, like, kind of, like with what you're saying, like, I could kind of see my parents, and I know that they're, they're both in, more like, to the computer side, or, like, the technical side, so they don't know too much about medicine, in a way, but, like, I can kind of see, like, oh, like, all of your other friends are like they're just applying straight out of college. Like, why are you taking gap years? Or like, why are you like this? Like, why can't you? Yeah, like I know that kind of runs in their heads, but like, I, I know that, but I'm also like, are they gonna become doctors? No, I'm I'm gonna be the one that's gonna become a doctor. So like, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna get there one day, and I don't care how long it takes. But it's like, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the, the steps that I need to do. To get there, and yes, I will need your assistance, but I don't need your judgment. You
3: know, so. Wow! Yeah, that's nice.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess we've like been unloading a lot. So. <laughs> um, so.
3: I think you guys could be like great therapists or something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, any other final thoughts before we play our outro music? <laughs> oh, yeah. Bae, do you want to... No, actually, yeah. let's... um, You know, we, we always, like, try to find... We always say, like, oh, you're in the Matrix, blah, blah. But then, what what is your perspective on us, us two? Like...
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, like, how do you view us as people? <laughs> oh, <I'm...
3: laughs> um... Wait, I guess I could start with you because I've been talking more with you. Like um, I don't think you're stuck in the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think okay. you are. <laughs> <laughs> I am I'm, <so> like, <laughs> I'm not the most credible person for this. Like I just I just don't think you are. Cause like like uh, from the way you've talked since February, like you've definitely changed. Like you've changed from like what at February you've already changed since December but then you just kept on changing and changing like for the better and then like um even though you you're you said you're like dealing with anxiety even over the most like little thing in life like you still like didn't let that stop you like you'd still continuously make an effort to confront it or just talked about it with someone and you're also like getting help like therapy but yeah I think you're just I think yeah you do you definitely have like trauma from what happened and I can see that's like a reason for you to get uh overly anxious about things sometimes but I think you'll get over it or like you'll learn how to live with it and make the most out of it because because yeah you you went through something that others don't and that's like a unique thing that you could like just take advantage of for yourself mm. yeah and with peter like i don't think i could like say anything about him like i've only just met him today but like from what i've listened to like from the previous episodes i think i think <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: i think cool. you're yeah wait, i think
3: you're a great person yeah and like a very smart one like you kept on talking about like physics and philosophy and I was like oh I don't know I, I can't figure out what major you are and because like <laughs> but yeah I think you're a very Guess what his
2: major is guess what his major is
3: <laughs> <laughs> wait I-, I at first I was like guessing uh philosophy but then I switched to physics but now I mean I don't know like maybe psychology
1: Uh, finance. (laughs) What? (laughs) Wow! You you,
2: you wouldn't expect it, right? Like,
3: yeah. uh,
1: But no, that's great to hear. I'm very flattered. You know, my ego (laughs) has been stroked quite significantly. In the (laughs) what 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 you said, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but um. Yeah, I'll give you your gas, your free energy. Um, you're definitely very um, genuine and open to discussing things that people might be more hesitant to, like about themselves. Like, and I think you are very selfless, which is like very, which is very rare. Um, I guess I'm trying to, we're trying to convince you to be more selfish in a way, but, not, yeah, yeah. but more like, <laughs> um, you know, easy on yourself and, but yeah, no, like you have, what you have is something a lot of people like might never even experience. Like the joy that comes from being a, um, helper or servant of others yeah. like and i don't mean servant like it's like a derogatory term it's like you're sacrificing for your friends your family and just trying to make a positive impact on the on the world without really taking yourself into account that often but you know it is good to you know explore yourself and just like yeah realize you're true to yeah. <laughs> but yeah i mean you're on a great track so i'm not even. I'm worried about you. Yeah, you're yeah. like ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you're like, yeah,
2: you're in a good spot. Yeah, no, you Thank got you. it. Man. You got it. Yeah, um,
3: I'll try. Yeah,
2: no, don't try. Like I know you have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah. sound smart and you're dedicated, so you'll probably find the cure to
1: that um, disease. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah. If it's your life purpose, like think about it, how many neuroscience experts are dedicating themselves to that specific like it's very neat like since you're so specified Dude, like, like you can become like a uh,
2: expert in that specific knowledge yeah you, know, you better you mention go. you better mention me and peter and your like Nobel peace prize yeah, right? yeah. It's like a, you'd, you'd a be getting speak. that
3: first before me
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: thank you
3: matrix hunters for getting it. me
1: where i am today <laughs> all righty outro music
0: I can see play I not you
2: make it look so on